You are listening to Unapologetic Talk, brought to you by We The People. Bringing some common sense with a little New York disrespect. We The People, for the people, by the people. Oh. What's up, y'all? It's yeah. Riley Rebel. It's Don Scottier. Rudy Fraser. Unapologetic Talk. Talk. Um, yeah. We back in the stew, man. Shit, we gonna continue to be in the stew. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, shout out to the people that support us. You know what I mean? Shout um, out to the Patreon. Yeah, Parks. shout out to the Patreon. Make sure y'all yeah. hit that Patreon up. Um, yo, bro, we uh, it's going to be an ap- unapologetic talk episode. We talking unapologetically today. Talk you know what I mean? <laughs> um, oh, we got we do have a special guest, too. Um, Chillian, my man Chillian from Abolition Park. Uh, we we get into that later when we get in here. I want to give y'all the proper introduction in. But, um, yeah, that'll, that'll be a little later. But um, today I guess we're just gonna talk about. Oh, you, who, who wanna, couple, y'all want to kick it off? Y'all want to kick it off? Who y'all want to kick it off? Who y'all want to kick it off? We talking about? We talking? Wait, oh. my, my little topic is chill, so I, I could maybe give it a little. But I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead, go so ahead. Cause we gonna start talking heavy. Talk. All right. So my my topic is um, uh, it was announced this week. So y- y'all know. We, we the people, as well as a lot of mutual aid groups, um, use a platform called Open Collective. And it allows you to have like this transparency and do fundraising. And um, for me, it feels like it's one of those like software products and technologies that's like built. Um, it wasn't even built for mutual aid groups to begin with. It was built for open source software projects who like, you know, open source software is kind of like mutual aid, where it's like volunteer. It's very like around an ideology. It's not to get rich, and so you have people who come in and out of projects, and um, and 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 again, it's like it's free software for the most part. So they're not really making like a ton of money off of it. And so Op- Open Collective lets you sign up, and like you kind of you don't get a bank account per se, but you are hosted by a nonprofit, and they hold your money, right? And so you could do fundraising off of that. So Black Sky is fiscally hosted by a group called Open Source Collective, We The People, fiscally hosted by um, PAC Collective. And, but most of the platform, um, most of the, the projects on the platform are, there's a ton of mutual aid groups, and a lot of them are hosted by this one nonprofit called Open Collective Foundation. And it's wild because this foundation, this nonprofit is actually dissolving mm-hmm. um, by the end of the year. And, um, and but it is, it's like a tiered breakdown. So by Mar- March 15th, today is March 1st that we're recording, by March 15th, any group that's fiscally hosted by the Open Collective Foundation won't be able to take donations anymore. Mm. And um, by the mm. like mid-year, they have to like move their funds. And then by like September, the foundation will be fully shut down. And um, it's bugged out because 600 groups from all across the country are fiscally hosted by them, mm. including some that like I'm affiliated with, um, like Bushwick Ida Mutual. And it's a it's a tough spot for groups because, you know, like ultimately, like the finances and donations are kind of like the lifeblood that keeps a lot of these groups going because the revolution ain't free. But yeah. it, um, yeah, like a group like BAM, they get like a quarter million dollars in donations. Oh, and shit. That are just going to be like cut off in two weeks. Whoa! Um, and they got to find like new, so, new nonprofits. There, a lot of people are like scrambling. Um, I was actually just on a call with our comrade Marissa, because again, Pack Collective hosts We the People, and so there's she's talking to a few different groups from like New York, Philly, um, 
different parts of the country who are who are, yeah all trying to trying to find a new new home. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 like wild because I'm sure you know so it's like different groups got different situations like depending on where you get your donations from. If you get like 10k in donations, maybe you could go to like Cash App and Venmo. Mm-hmm. Um, you lose the transparency, but you know that could go into someone's account. But like quarter million dollars can't go into one person's account. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's like wow. And, and the time frame that they got, so they got like two weeks. You know, mutual aid is already mutual aid organizing is already pretty stressful by itself, yeah. um, and it's like requires a lot of coordination between people, and then you end up with like a situation like this that even like a normal corpor- corporation would struggle with if they had to like move finances. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's like, uh, you know, it just also shows how like there are so many things, so many laws and infrastructure and, and processes that like make having a corporation easy make having like a nonprofit easy but to have like a mutual aid group there's not a lot of there's like nothing really you know what i mean people kind of like people get really creative and they patch together stuff like using cash app using venmo finding mm-hmm. something like open collective that again was like built for open source projects but then mutual aid groups in 2020 started using it um and it became like a big use case for them but um but yeah it just kind of demonstrates that there's there's really not a lot of good infrastructure like mutual aid existed before people was using open collective it will exist afterwards mm-hmm. people are creative but it it was so nice to have things that were like it just aligned so well with the transparency and like being able to democratize access and then like um so yeah it's uh and to be clear the software still exists you just have to find like another fiscal host but a lot of people like it was the combination of the two that made it work out so well because they were like Open Collective will fiscal host us, and then you also use the software. So like, there's some of these groups who are like they're trying to find another fiscal host, but the fiscal host doesn't want to use the software, or you know they use the software but they're too small or some shit like that. So that's why. What? And like for people who aren't like business no. or mutual aid oriented, imagine having a organized group of people who devote their time, energy, and sometimes their own out-of-pocket costs, you know, mm-hmm. up front to support people's ideas and helping other people and benefiting other people's essential needs and lives. Mm-hmm. You're getting donation after donation after donation. And now you have to, instead of being transparent and having it in like a whiteboard or, you know, mm-hmm. a blackboard for the world to see, now you have to like be like, hey, can I borrow your cash app? Can yeah, I buy you cash yeah. out real quick? Can I just can you just hold ten thousand dollars for me real quick? <laughs> like what? And then think about all the restrictions on Cash App now. To have Cash App, you need a like a state ID or a social security number or something. You need to be a documented US citizen mm-hmm. to have Cash App. Also, it takes taxes out now mm. if you make over a certain amount. So they would might they might tax that. They might take a lot. They're definitely mm-hmm. gonna take a lot of that money out, you know. So you're mm-hmm. not keeping all that. Like Rudy said, the transparency is now gone. No one knows where that money's yeah, going. It's just under one name now, and we can't see those transactions. Yeah. You know, so it just makes it now a lot more fishy and more red flaggy to everyone involved, and it makes it criminalizes people for helping, yeah. especially economically. And we're criminalizing the wrong people, like mm. big pharma, these big high end brands and stuff, like that are supporting genocide and stuff. No one's looking at that. 
yeah. even though they have insurance and stuff that covers them. Yeah, and it's like the again on the laws, like like you kind of mentioned it too. It's like technically it's illegal to hold other people's funds. Like this fiscal mm-hmm. hosting thing for nonprofits is kind of a it's like a loophole. But like I had to shut down, or I had to like shut down and relaunch um, my project Paper Tree because of that. Like the bank told me like I can't because it was I was I built it on top of Open Collective, and so uh, I was using like the the company's bank account. And letting people like donate, and then anyone could like submit their grocery reimbursed, like their grocery receipt, and then get that reimbursed through Paper Tree. But then it was like the bank was like, well, the bank that I was using shut down in general. But then I had to find a new one, and they were like, uh, "You're holding people's money. Like we, you, we'll we'll let you sign up. You just can't hold anyone's money anymore. You know, because um, there's like anti-money laundering laws." When you dig into that, like that's rooted in like that is ultimately rooted in like the war on terrorism, uh, the war on terror, because it's like they don't, they there's all those know your customer stuff um, rules came about because they it's ultimately the U.S. government trying to protect money and like its own financial interests and doesn't want money going to people that it doesn't like ultimately and so all those things where you have to like give your social security and your phone number and your name and all that shit to sign up with a bank account and that you can't hold money for other people all that is like so that they can fight terror you know Um, (laughs) even though a loan is like the bank taking people's money borrowing people's money that's what a loan is so it's like the bank could borrow millions billions of people's money it's fine that's no problem but if I do it Oh no! Yeah, it's like who has the power to do these things? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Shame. What? Um, far as like that transparency thing with the Open Collective, there's nothing else out there that's like that. That's the only one they started, right? That's the only one. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of the the, for like if you just use like I think fiscal hosting before Open Collective, like it would require. It's like when Chiosa and them was talking about uh, (laughs) us getting the fiscal host, you know. Remember when that happened? That was an offer. Uh, Yo, five bands, my nigga. <laughs> Yo, five G- bands, cheap. Yo, check, cheap. Uh, that, like, the fiscal host that I think he suggested didn't use Open Collective. So that would be like, if we, if someone like bought groceries to make food for for we the people, they'd have to like email that receipt and like wait for the person to respond back, and that person would like let us let that like let the sender know how they're gonna send the payment and shit, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Open Collective made like a whole process for that. So that shit as well. Um, I like that for the aspect of we the people, though, people being able to see the in and outs of it. Mm-hmm. So you saying we only got two weeks? Or are you saying the end of the year? We we, we the people are okay because we're fiscally hosted by PACT. So okay, okay, we can okay. keep using the Open Collective software. Um, but these other groups, yeah, have like have two weeks to figure it out. Figure it like out. a shit is bug. And it's, it sucks too because, like, unfortunately, like, you know, you're getting, like, recurring donations and stuff. Um, you got to imagine, like, people not going... Once you move to another platform, you may lose people who are already oh, donating. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that shit sucks, too. You got, yeah. So for, for Some me, people are like, I ain't, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> ain't yeah, doing they're, not gonna, they're not going to take They don't even want to fill out the paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> That'd be it. So, so it's, like, it's like a big... It feels like a big blow to mutual aid groups. So hopefully... Mm-hmm. If, if there are groups like Pack Collective is like open to applications and we're like really close with them, but um, I personally worry that like they're just yeah personally worried about the kind of mutual aid organizing that has happened since 2020 being greatly affected um, by that. 
for the groups that are still here and out organizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you got guns? I got something. I got some tea. I kinda, it kind of relates in a way that that topic did with the counter-revolutionary stuff. I have a part oh, two, tea. part one and part two. Tea. But I'm, I'm going to start with part one, just a little recap on what's been up with me. So last week we talked about the incident that happened at your march that they tried to paint a false narrative on. They tried to accuse That's, somebody of we're gonna dig into that too, though. assaulting yes. an officer. So this this news article came out. It came out on the news. It came out on a couple um, papers and stuff. But they were trying to say that uh, oh no no not that one not that one. But <laughs> they were trying to say that someone assaulted officer when two staples were needed off of an officer's friendly fire. You know, so I and a couple other comrades was arrested during that incident, brutally arrested. We were thrown around. I was on the floor for the majority of that, being like kicked and stepped on, you know what I'm saying? Um, and there, there was an incident where my phone, during that whole altercation, my phone had fell. Mm. And I was recording. The reason I was so... Um, so close to what happened was because I was recording and I was backing up, you know. Officer pushes me, put the hands on me, ends up grabbing me, throwing me to the ground. Um, like I said, I was recording the whole time, so my camera was on. They seen this, they noticed this. They didn't even turn my camera off or anything. They let the phone record the entire entire incident. Red flag right there. Because the NYPD always loves to cover up their tracks, you know, so they think they seen something, I'm assuming, but whatever. That's, that's what I'm thinking, the intuitional thought in my head, right? They tracks. Right? They, they would have tried to cover up their tracks. So they, they put the phone in my pocket, whatever. But I notice when I'm being arrested, they separate my phone and my stuff from me. That's also another red flag. They never usually do that during an arrest. And moving around and stuff, they're whispering to everybody that the person right there, that person, that person assaults an officer, that person assaults an officer. I'm in the back of the car like, what? I ain't do shit. I just got assaulted. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So Who was in the cops? The cops. When they were passing me around and stuff, they were insisting. They was like, that person assaulted an officer. That's correct. Bullshit. Like I said, I was the one assaulted. But anyway, got released and everything six hours later. And I get let out. I get let out at like 2 a.m., you know, my community and everything, we, we are solid. We are good. We always show up for jail support and always show up for each other during anything. And they did that on purpose. They did a strategical move where they lie. They tell you they tell you that your comrade's going to be held. They're going to be sent to bookings. They give you the runarounds. They lie about the precinct or whatever. And they, they told everybody that I was going to bookings, which I wasn't, because I was, instead of the assault charges that they had tried to push, I only got charged with resisting arrest, hmm. which is a PL-205 bullshit. Resisting arrest, you know, there has to be, there should be a probable cause for arrest, but there wasn't. So all that's, like I said, that's all I was charged with. And they gave me a court date and everything, but when they released me, they had my phone. And this is the first time I've been arrested. This was the sixth time I was arrested. And every single time the charges dropped because it's pr- protest-related. Um, and they know I'm out there for the right reasons. But 
they took my phone, released me at 2 a.m. There's nobody outside. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to get home? It is pitch black outside. You know, I have no sense of direction right now. And it, it was just, it was traumatic. It was traumatic, but it was also like, like biggest red flag. These niggas are not here to protect us. So, um, but I don't know. I, I got good karma. The luck was on my side. Like, I manifested my ass an Uber home, a safe ride, and <laughs> I, I, I walked, like, a good that's three crazy. blocks, and I was just, like, I walked into these two drunk people. It's like, side note. And I was I was like, hey, can you tell me uh, where the train is? Like, they was like, are you okay? What happened? Where are you trying to go? I'm like, downtown. I'm trying to go downtown. I was already downtown, though, so they was a little confused. They thought I was the drunk one. They thought I was, like, yeah. I was like, no, I'm, I'm straight. I'm good, you know? Um, people just stole my phone. <laughs> so I don't know where I'm going. And they ended up calling me an Uber. They said, do you need an Uber? They um, got me an Uber home. So I was all good. Fortunately uh, enough. Fair. Right? I was like, yo, like, the universe, no, I'm, I'm, I wasn't in the wrong in this situation. But, um, yeah, after getting back home and, like, contacting the precinct and everything, they said my phone was being held under investigation and I wouldn't mm. get it back until I showed up and to, um, I think it was 100 Center Street, something like that, like the courthouses, and they said I had to get a DA release mm. and speak to an attorney. And I'm like, oh, oh, y'all, y'all putting me under investigation. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to find something on me. Like I said, they kept the camera rolling, you know? But I, I didn't do anything. I didn't. I was the one assaulted. So I'm like... <laughs> all you're going to see is y'all beat each other up. They were reviewing their body cams and everything. All they saw was them beating each other up. You know, that's why they let me go. And it's just, it's just very, very counter-revolutionary to me. And I know the cops aren't a part of a revolution, obviously. But for people who claim to serve and protect, who claim to be out here for the greater good of the people, why are you... Why are you causing us to be the most unsafe? Like, why are you causing the most harm to our communities? So, yeah, I'm just like, that That was wild. I ended up going to court. They said, yo, you're good. You're on the good list today. Like, you don't even need to sit here and talk to nobody. Go go ahead home. Just take this paper. Mm. Just, just take this paper. You're good. It's going to be expunged off your record because you have no record. He's <laughs> like, it is resisting arrest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so. So they gave you your phone back? Yeah, they gave me my phone back, but they gave me my phone back the day before court. They held it for mm. 10 days and, like. So what do you think they're doing during that time? They're trying to get into the phone? Yeah, they were trying to get a warrant to mm. get inside my phone, look through it, but they didn't get a warrant because, like, you have to be suspected of a crime. Right. <laughs> like. <laughs> I wasn't. Probably a more serious crime than you know just resisting <laughs> arrest. Like, yeah. with no probable cause of the yeah. original arrest. So they're just like... Yeah. And even, I wasn't even resisting either, so I'm just like, this is crazy. Like, when they grab me, I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go again. <laughs> like, they're going to try to spin a narrative. But then when the cop, like, was seeing the news and everything, I definitely knew they were going to try to hold my phone for longer. I did speak to an attorney. I got that DEA um, release to be, like, pushed, but... Yeah, I didn't get it until, like, a day before I was supposed to. And I'm like, I'm a creative, you know? I'm an activist. I, like, I'm an organizer. I need, mm -hmm. at least sadly, sadly, in this day and age, I need a cellular sure. device. So mm -hmm. that, that was very, like, strategic. That was very, like, 
premeditated. They was like, oof, that bitch did what? Take their phone. Or some like adult yeah. punishment shit. Like adult timeout. Like, how dare you take a f- And I just paid that bill too. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. Damn, like, I ain't paying, you know what I'm saying? So, ugh. Like, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. Just waste my time and money. The um, yeah. I used to, I used to think like the, I don't know, before, I guess even just growing up, I thought of the NYPD. NYPD is this like very sophisticated, like uh, like kind of like scared of them. You know what I mean, in in the regard of, I always thought of like law enforcement as this like, the panopticon, like uh. I don't know. I thought they like knew everything, and it's like you could make the like tiniest slip up, and right it would did. be a, it would be a wrap for you. But it's like they're pretty incompetent. They're, you know? <laughs> like, they're like, dumb people at the end like of the you, day. You fit, you took someone's phone you, for ten days, and you failed to get a warrant. It's like they just be grasping for straws, and also to a degree like this, like as you meant, like you're an activist and a creative. Like it's not. Um, yeah, you're not a violent criminal or something. <laughs> you like, know, to be to be trying to like you're you're ultimately just gonna find even if you got the warrant, you're just finding a recording of your actions as the police. You know, <laughs> and the the defensiveness and just smallness of the of the NYPD is um yeah it's 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 surprising at times. Plus the like police union, all the things that they they're like PR that they try to do um, PR terrible. Yeah, like they try to make themselves look good. They get upset if anything makes them look bad, <laughs> um, and they're just ineffective in, in even how they respond to some of these things. And I swear it don't got to be this way. You, yeah. what's up, brother? Come on, sit down. Join us in. Yeah. How you? What's up, yo? Yeah. Hey, what's up? Good to see you, man. Yeah, I'm doing well, That's man. how they go. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, y'all? Yeah. Doing good, doing good. Nice. Welcome, welcome. Thank All you. Right, I appreciate brother that. Chilean. What it is, y'all? Up in the spizzy. Yeah. All right, yo. Um, yeah. 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 All right, let me, uh, yeah, because he, all right, you just got in here, so yeah, let me give you the, um. Finish up with y'all. I mean, all right, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to finish up what we talking about, and we're going to get right into you. Don't. All right. I'm, I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Was interesting. I was, you know, I was. Already- yeah, <laughs> All right, um, all right, so look, what I want to tell y'all about what happened when we went to the, um, Messy Jesse house. When that shit happened to Dom's, um, yeah, they tried to they tried to charge Dom's with an assault, right? All right, um, this Pride this punk play. right here, pull pull that punk up, pull that punk up, pull doofus up, yeah, yeah, look at that you. punk, he juiced up. That's that's before I thought he was juiced up. Like I thought everybody said he was juiced up and shit, and I thought he was looking like that because maybe he had busted his head already and he was just wired. Like like he was wanting to get some action, but he didn't bust his head right there. He was just really juiced up. Now I want y'all to play this first video because this is that's what he looked like when we first rolled up on him. But the first I want to tell y'all what happened was they came outside that gate. They locked up a little dude with a frying pan first. They locked the man up with the frying pan. No, not this one. Not this one. They locked the man up with the frying pan. Go go down. It's a uh it's the video where where they look like they rushed. Go go scroll down some more. Nah. What the fuck? Is it that one? Technical difficulty. Then the, it's the one I sent to your phone. Yeah, that one. There you go. All right. This is they already done locked up the dude with the frying pan. Now what happens is 
they they come, they just somebody crosses the street. Now when that person crosses the street, they go to run and get that person, but they really use that for a distraction to lock up the other comrade Miles. All right. Um Sean, we're not gonna play this all the way, but we're just gonna go into like uh just until like where they get miles. If you scroll up some more. My video don't start like that. But yeah, go go forward some more. What what is this? He said, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Damn, I don't think that's the right video either. But this is, all right, so this is when they first came out the gate. Either way, they just locked up the man with the frying pan. Now, we are allowed to have noise instruments. We are allowed to have frying pans and shit like that. They don't want us using amplified sound like uh, um, megaphones and shit like that. But we are allowed whatever, to. Whatever excuse they got to come run over you. To, to run over, yeah. To, to, and, lower your, to make sure your voice ain't heard. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, they well, supposed to creative. give us, they supposed to give us a warning, and they gave us that warning. And when that warning was given out, the person that they gave the warning to stopped what they was doing. They asked him to put the bullhorn down. Miles put the bullhorn down. Now, after Miles put the bullhorn down, I picked the bullhorn up, and I started talking shit. So right there, they don't want to lock me up because, like I said, like locking me up, it becomes a bigger problem. Like I'm coming right back, you know what I mean? Or I'm hunting whoever locked me up. So they hate that shit. That's why we're there. We're there because I'm hunting people. Um, so fucking, they go for miles, and it, miles had been like miles used the microphone when we first got there. They just uh, went for him, and they used the person crossing the street as a distraction. Now when they when they started, they act like they was making a run for that person. They just come up, and the, that video right there though, that's the one. Um, they just come up and uh, they just grab Miles from behind. So they, you know, they they grab both his arms and they started tackling him from behind. And it's the main cop, that cop I just showed y'all, with the, the one that got hit in the head. He's grabbing Miles from behind and he grabs Miles so hard that he falls down on the ground with him. And when he falls down on the ground with him, he might have hit his head then. But I was looking, he didn't. You know what I mean? But he fell backwards with Miles, and he fell first. He grabbed Miles from behind, he fell first. And then, boom, he got up, and he was juiced up from there. And then uh, Dimes started getting locked up. And then when Dimes was getting locked up, he just, like, went for Miles and just jumped into that dog pile mm -hmm. and started roughing up Dimes and Shea. And then uh, from there, he got he he he, he threw um, a bike captain and... Uh, that's when I was like, um, I showed the video last last episode where I was where I was pointing at him, telling y'all I want this man right here, and uh, I started to, you know, they they told him they told him he was doing too much, so the captain touched him and told him to back up and leave. Now, when he goes to back up and leave, right? When he goes to back up and leave, I have the video. This, you got to you got to all right. This is getting miles out of here, right? Look, boom, bro. If you if, can you play it back just a little bit, you can see his head, bro. That's that's his that's his head grabbing Miles. That's no oh, play play. The dude, the, the main dude that's pulling Miles. The dude pulling Miles to the ground. Boom, that's him, right? As y'all can see, it's nothing but NYPD. It's nothing but NYPD right there, right? So it's not none of us that bust his head open. They just took Miles to the ground. Look. All right, stop it, stop it. Look, oh, 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 no, no, keep it going. Keep it going. As y'all can see, that was Dimes that just got slammed on the ground. Dimes and Shea. Right? His head is not busted yet. Oh, 
a shame. Look who he's talking about. He's going. His head's still not busted. That's, that's two films on the ground. That's two films on the ground. His head is not busted yet. All right, now this is where, hold on, can you, can you turn the volume down? Can, uh, just turn it down, just a little, no, turn it all the way, you can turn it all the way down. I just want to narrate this because what y'all have to do is y'all really have to look on the left shoulder of that, of the, of the, of the cop with the blue shirt, the community affairs. Y'all going to see that dickhead. I, I'm over there arguing with him right now and I tell him to back, this is what I do. I, I just scan videos and I, I watch every fucking detail. Now, after that, I follow him, right? So he's the one who got his head busted. So I'm watching all these videos to see if I can find him. Now, if you look, if, if you play, if you play it, I don't know if you can slow motion it, but bro, he's going to no keep playing keep playing keep playing no it's towards the end matter of fact just roll all the way down towards the end towards the end of the video just a little bit no no, no right there yeah right see oh you see him right there all right do y'all see that nigga <laughs> try to press oh that's him going down that's him going down oh, oh you see the head that's him that's him Rubbing his head. Now, if you scroll up, if you just scroll it back a little bit more, you can see him going down perfectly fine. You can see him going down perfectly fine. Now, when he's going down to grab, as you before, all right, stop. Let me just say this. Before he walked over there, he was in my face. While he was in my face, he had nothing in his hands. He had nothing in his hands. And I said, what's your badge number? And he points up. I'm right here. I'm right here. And his other hand, he's just like, like swinging. He's all tough. And one of the videos, we see him puffing out his chest. Now, immediately from right here, when I'm, when I'm yelling, like, what's your name? And the white shirt backs him up. He starts to walk and go to where he's supposed to go. On the way there, he stops in between those two. If you see that, you see that, you see that, that, that pole? You see that pole? You see that lineup right behind that dude where the Starbucks shit is at? Mm -hmm. Those are, it's two sharp-ass pillars right there. I'm going to show you the next video after this. I'm going to show you those pillars. Watch that man's shoulder. That man comes up, and he sees Shay's mm -hmm. nightstick on the ground, mm -hmm. and he bends down to pick up Shay's light stick. And when he's bending down to pick up Shay's light stick, his head, boom, he, he comes up holding his fucking head. So scroll up a little bit more. Go scroll up a little bit more, Sean, because I'm telling you, you can see that man when he first walks up and bends down. No, no, no. Go, go some more. That's him when he came up. Now, just pay attention to the, I think it's the left shoulder. You're going to see him come up. Oh, okay, look, bro, you can see the back of his head on the right shoulder. All right, now he's going to turn around from there. Right from there, he has nothing in his hands. Now, just in that little in, in that little joint between those two mirrors, the two, the two windows, is them two pillars. And that's where he bends down at, and that's where that light stick is at. Right? All right, so watch. Watch. You going to see his head? Uh, you see him? Y'all see him? See his head? All right, he's not holding nothing, bro. He's going down fast. He's going to pick up the light stick. Like, oh, shit, what's Now, that? press play. And this is the shit that they blamed on the news and said one of us hit him in the head with the light stick, bro. And my ass just got picked up mm -mm. and got walked away. That friendly fire. All right, he about to pick that light stick up. He going to come up. Himself. Oh, head. That's the head hit. That's the instant he just got hit right in his there. fucking head. That's the instant He just got hit in his head. It? All right, now stop it. Stop it and go to the, um. I'm going to show you now. Look, I'm going to show you all where he hit his head at. Because the thing was, after we did Saturday, we went right back. Because we wanted to find out where he hit his head at. And we just went out there and just happened. And it happened to be right there. And it's crazy. Look, play it. 
And look where he's at. Right there where he was standing at. Right where he picked it. Look at the sharp edges between those two windows. But he didn't hit his head like that. He hit his head on the way up after he picked up the light stick. And they blamed that shit on us. They took they took Don's phone because they thought they was going to be able to see that shit in Don's phone. Mm-mm. What they saw on their own camera videos, they saw that dumb nigga coming up banging his own fucking head. So what they did was when they wanted, bro, if one of our protesters hit a cop in the head, they would have easily put that shit on the fucking news. But they put it on the news and said it's an unlawful protest because they didn't want to tell that was a protest going at dirty cops. Yeah, that's the one thing they would have wanted to do. Yeah. yeah they, any type of uh, violence or any type of static coming from protesters, that's actually what they want because they need any excuse they can have to justify all the shit that they're doing. Whatever. Exactly. And, that, and people will... They want to see. They want, especially here in New York, they want to label protesters as gang members. Yeah, yeah they're already doing it with the Black Lives Matter movement. That that flag is a gang, depending on where you at. And then just as a caveat, any protesters in New York, I mean, New York's already the uh, police state out here already moves in a military fashion. Obviously, y'all know that more oh, than anybody. In the last night. So what they need, so so <laughs> out there, the army. What happens next in order for you to justify? The police officers moving as a military faction, you need terrorism. You need some sort of terrorism. So you know that that's how they're fashioning protesters now. Mm-hmm. First off, they lumping everybody in, into the same category, first off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're completely taking away the fact that, you know, y'all out here fighting for black struggle, black life. And, 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 and in most cases, these are peaceful protests. Y'all are the ones that are making this shit violent. So anyway, yeah, they're, they're looking 100%. for any type of excuse so they can justify throwing a grenade into the damn audience. You know what I mean? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. All right, so look. So look. They, they, they get on the news. Boom. Oh, the assaults of police is up. This and that. They throw these radical numbers. Now, nobody assaulted that, so you just threw a radical number out there. You didn't, you added to a, another, like, a made-up stat. You just made up, you know what I mean, these stats. You know saying? Police are getting anyway. assaulted. Then they took that, and they spun it, like, from, from that clip. That that news clip being like two two minutes thirty seconds, that shit was like damn near twenty seconds. Saying it's a lawful protest, um, unlawful protest. This cop got hit in the head by these protesters, and then it's just like the rest of it was all about the migrants and spending it on the migrants. Mm-hmm. And then to see it, see, to see another news clipping of it, and it say, um, it gave the location, mm-hmm. and it said the unlawful protest was between 39th and 50. And 59th uh, Columbus Circle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it said that's where it's at. Now, the um, well, I think the People's Forum. They do the Palestinian marches. Mm-hmm. They always go to Columbus Circle from okay. that from that to that. Okay. They do that, bro. They always leave from 34. So it was like they almost tried to put our shit on them, mm-hmm. like make people think, boom, all right, that's 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 a Palestinian march mm-hmm. doing that because they they didn't want to spend it to like boom that that they're, they're protesting dirty cops. You know what I mean? You can't put that on the news, bro. I, I hate to say it, but I mean I'll say it though. Like we we're the reason why there's, you know, our mar- the marches out here, especially for Black Lives. That's the reason why anybody even knows how to really march out here in the first place. Yeah, right, we, get, you already understand that. And, yeah, yeah. and 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 that is also for the flip side. That's also why the police have been able to, um, been able to. Uh, how can I put it? Uh, fraction against us in, in in such a well way they learned a lot of shit from those protests in 2020 when we pulled the cameras out they started pulling the cameras out when the bikes came out they brought the bikes out like they learned a lot of that shit now they're flipping it and now they're stronger on this end right now a lot of these people coming in don't even realize that mm-hmm. yeah they yeah. learned they learned a lot of their tactics again uh that they're using now 
they learned that shit in 2020 because they needed something to fight us with. Yeah. Because when they was when they was coming in, we already had cameras on their ass. We already had we had we already had the bikes on their ass. We had the numbers on their ass. We had the calls on their ass. We were making demands, calls, and all that shit. Yeah. All of a sudden, now they got cameras and shit. It's like they they're making calls and it it's insane. It's really yeah. insane. Yo, I, I, I wanted. All right, yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, Chelly, and let's it's get into you. Crazy. Real quick. Yeah, talk heavy. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh, you, wait, how long you know Chelly? Uh. Uh, I think we first met like 2016, 2015. Yeah, oh, we know each other for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, mm-hmm. but like, li- life is long, gang. So it's like, I think this is like pre 2020. So it's like more around uh, our mutual friend Sabrina and the Slap Collective and Remy Rouge and like doing like open mics and mm-hmm. poetry. And like, I remember, um, uh, sub, sub, uh, I think you, we were at a Kava bar um, back then. And it was like sub, Sabrina was. It's, uh, it's across the street. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. It was, that's that's right, right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, Sabrina was working on this project called Resist My Exist. And it was like this website for um, a bunch of her projects. And so I think that was a f- we We like built the website at the Kava Bar. And so it was like kicking it out. Much love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then I think I remember I remember me and Sabrina was getting caught up. She my best person at my wedding coming up, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's gang for real. Um, but... We were catching up, and she was like, oh, like you, sh- you should get into I was like, I think you, you came to the mutual aid. And I was like, yo, Sabrina, you know who I just saw? <laughs> that, that was in 2016? No, this was, um, this was We The People Mutual Aid. Oh, like, okay, like okay. A couple years ago. Bye. And then I was like, and she was like, oh, yeah, like, Chilean's been, like, active. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, like, especially since 2020, and it's like, she was like, oh, y'all should catch up, because you started, talking about me, started doing mutual aid. And like, just like since 2020, like Chilean's been outside, but we haven't gotten a chance to catch up. So I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, we all shit. It's exciting to see you. You know, look at it. I, right, I, I'm about I to had to it down the line, man. I'm about to come down. And then you we see gonna it, let you all talk full shit. circle. Yeah, I'm gonna go and then, then Don's tell you. Mm-hmm. I think you all. Um, oh well, shit. You know what I mean? Uh, AP was. Um, That's the same, yeah. Yeah, I learned. You know what I mean? Everything I'm doing. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. them from me coming there and. Uh, Building community and and, and uh, you've been doing some excellent did. things. I just wanted to say that, man. It's uh-huh. it's. You but know. I'm a product of what happened there. You know what I mean? I'm a product of that because when I came, when I came, I, I was just jumping into mad protesting and just boom, boom. And I was going, to, I was going hard in Jersey, but Jersey just they started doing wicked. Like, um, it wasn't that many people. No mm. shit, I was the only one turned up, bro. Mm-hmm. We talking about we going to marches and. I'm I'm wilding out at every march how I do now, but I'm talking about I'm just like the only one. It wasn't no nobody else like wow. they even say fuck the cops or nothing like that. They would wow. stay with the march and chant. I was the only one like going in the cops' face and wilding out. Yeah, and it got it got to the point, bro. They started putting snipers on the roof, and then it went from the snipers to these niggas riding past my house, and I was just like I I, I stopped protesting in Jersey, and I was like I gotta find. I didn't I didn't want to work no more. All I want to do was protest. I'm mm-hmm. like this the one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When 2020 happened, I'm like, this the one. I think this the one that's going to push over. Because, like, the whole world is protesting. And we came you, from, you from Jersey? Yeah. Okay. okay. That's Bray Park. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And you was already doing this out there. And then when this came about, this gave you, this, you are, it was almost like a platform for you. You was already kind of prepared for it. No, I wasn't even. Um, I mean, you can't get prepared for it, but I mean. Yeah. I don't know. You know, when I first, when I first came, I didn't know all the politics and shit. So, I just tried to get behind. Um... All the people that, you know what I mean, thought that they had a direction and tried to push them. I never tried to, like, you know what I mean? And then when it just kept going to where I started saying, all right, 
um, that person not really trying to do this or this person is out here for this and that. I was like, all right, when they locked me up, then boom, all right, now y'all gave me something to go at. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I came out here fighting police brutality. Y'all just locked me up, said I had a knife and locked me up for two days just for nothing because I was getting on y'all nerves. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then y'all released me and then y'all put me on probation. All this shit for a knife I didn't have and they mm -hmm. knew I didn't have it. Mm -hmm. It was just them. Um, they knew I was coming from Jersey and they wanted to stop me from coming up here. And instead of... Uh, Instead of, um, you know what I mean, folding and, and just saying, I, I, I turned up more. <laughs> I started the whole movement. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like yeah, it was like like just, all right, so so coming coming from Jersey and then coming to AP mm. and then seeing motherfuckers like this 24-7, we holding this down, uh, boom, boom, it's all community, seeing niggas fighting, and then boom, everybody, nobody got hurt or killed the shit, we still cool, and them motherfuckers be laughing by the end of the night, and niggas talked it out, and like all the teachings and learnings, and, and uh, the mutual aid there, and mm -hmm. shit, like, like every, like, you didn't have no food, you know, and I wouldn't eat the food because I had money, and I was just like, boom, these are for the people, right. you know what I mean? But, um, it was just like the whole thing. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I so I'm reminiscing as you're telling me all this. Like, I'm, yeah, so ahead, I was, yeah, definitely the food. I got the whole, so I then, then afterwards, like, I was doing some like, you know what I mean? Some turned up fire shit. It was, it was like, yeah. So after that, it's like I, I just kept, I just kept my momentum and aggression going from like I just kept that that energy. You yes, know sir. what I mean? Yes, from, sir. from what I got, and I just kept boom, boom. And I'm coming from Jersey, so it's nothing. I didn't come out here to live. I didn't come out here to find a job. Uh -huh. I came out here to, to strictly fight. do this. So that's Word. why I'm like boom all the way in. You yes, know sir. What I mean? And that's what I was saying. Like the difference was, I'm proud of y'all, man. I'm proud yeah. of y'all. I love, I, I love what I'm seeing. I love, uh, and I know that it's. Uh, I know how hard it is, and I know how. In this society, the ones that, especially coming from the space, the ones that do the work, are the ones that aren't being helped. Yeah, you know I mean, if someone is giving you twenty dollars, uh, someone's giving someone a million dollars to do some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So. Expect you know in those in those spaces, it, it was a testament of what can ha what can happen through people, um, but even more so, it it needed to be a testament of what can happen when when things get bad, when shit get rough, and we have to like start taking care of each other. And um, yeah. this is the reason why you don't get a lot of help because black folks got to kind of we we kind of have to help each other because we understand each other, right? We have other entities that are taking things out of context, uh, just as the shit that you was just showing us, as far as homie hitting his own head and trying to blame it on other protesters, et cetera, et cetera. They don't even understand our energies. This is why we have to be able to help ourselves, to come to our aid of ourselves, because we understand each other. Um, so that space was, it was, was a big learning experiment for everybody. And I think when that boy broke off, I think it just brought it sent a lot of teachers out there in the world, like yourself, you know what I mean? Some people stayed in New York, some people didn't. Um, but the work that y'all are doing out here, all of y'all, I mean, it's, 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 it's impressive. It's impressive because it, it's easy to do when all this support and shit's coming in, but I seen niggas doing shit, you know, when, it, when no one wanted to show up. I seen y'all out there when no one wanted to be there. And that's mm -hmm. and that, and when the cameras are not on, you know, that's when we were seeing a lot of this shit, when, when there were no support, cameras were not on, yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's, that's and a, even in cool. my experience from like being grown up in New York, like like I said before, Harlem native, mm -hmm. like experiencing 
houselessness at a young age. I was houseless at 16. And growing up during COVID, during the time where people realized, like, going to high school, like, when people realized they can't depend on the government or they have to start finding these interdependent, like, um, solidarity relationships amongst their chosen families. It, it was really, it was crazy time. Mm. But that also made me realize, like, coming outside, at least seeing abolition Park, seeing real revolutionaries on the grounds, like, putting time and effort into achieving a better world, not just, like, saying it and wishing it, but acting upon it, that that was groundbreaking for me. That was, like, eye-opening. And, like, even, like, prior to Abolition Park, like you were saying, like, I've always been doing the work, always been trying to curate safe spaces for my community, people like me, like, just so we can feel safe, like, black people, queer people, trans people, the youth, mm. like, to feel um, listened to and heard and feel like your needs are met, your wants are met, you know? Like, just... Practicing that is important, but actually speaking about that is important, but like putting it into fruition. Mm -hmm. That's what I saw at AP. Mm. And seeing how criminalized it was, seeing the heavy police presence, the like, what was it, like 6 a.m. or 8 a.m. raids and stuff. I was yes. just like, oh, yes. wow. Yeah. The yep. fact that it wasn't as documented as you would expect, like mm -hmm. like looking at the history Great. books and shit and mm -hmm. seeing the pictures and stuff and how many people was there and like so seeing the news now and how many people was there, it makes you think like, what is all the shit that they didn't take pictures of? It what is all the lot. shit that they didn't record? You know, seeing all the shit that happened mm -hmm. here that wasn't documented or like the narrative was misconstrued, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. just, you just, yeah. You said it. You uh, said it. Okay. Just stress the importance of coming outside. That's awesome. For folks who who are like not so familiar, like myself, admittedly, like, could y'all talk more about like what Abolition Park was and like what was the inspiration that like went like what? How did that start? Like, what was that about? I ain't even come here to have prepared to have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all, yeah. um, it was a lot. Uh, it, it well. Yes, it, we, how can I put it? It it started, you know, it, it, it this is started in City Hall. It started off as the occupation of City Hall. Um, Abolition Park started after the occupation of City Hall stint was over in the space. So basically, there was an un, uh, unautonomous zero cop zone, zero cop, zero help zone. It was only being helped from the people from the inside. And this was done in the middle of City Hall, right out, right on the police's front doorstep. This is the most gangster shit I've ever seen in my goddamn life. <laughs> I never seen no shit like this in my life. Straight right? Yeah, yeah. Right. They, they just went right up to the doorstep and said, we stay here from now on until shit's different. <laughs> yep, that was it. That was it. We live here now. So I don't know what y'all want to do about it. And y'all can watch us, but y'all can't come across this line. You know, I, I, I don't like that watching shit. I used to make them niggas turn around. I used to make them turn around and look at the bridge, bro. I didn't play that shit. I used to wake up, yo. Wake up. I grab a time. Put the water on it, wash my face, get yeah. my grab my toothbrush, my toothpaste, and go right to the front and just boom, start brushing my teeth right in front of them. As soon as I spit it out, I start talking shit. Fuck you niggas. Ah, wow. Turn around, don't be looking at us while we sleeping. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Insane. I mean, again, when you said that, that 
brings back this feeling where it was like that where you wake up you wake up in the morning right and there was a it was it was a little excitement mixed with it was it was a, a whole array of emotions because you had an excitement to get up and say fuck these motherfuckers yeah, yo, this bro, morning right morning. but every every piece of joy came with a piece of pain every you know and that was the thing like you never could this wasn't this it wasn't a you know we were trying to hold on to light about about the joys, but it wasn't like this wasn't why we were here at the particular moment. You know, we had to everything kind of everything in that space had to be balanced. Emotions, resources, everything, you know. Um, and the whole point of like the Occupy was mm-hmm. we were trying to show examples of the people power and mm-hmm. how possible it is to reclaim the land that was once ours. That's a fact. Like, they were demanding money. They were demanding fair treatment. Damn it. I, I was demanding the land. I'm like, yo, we deserve this. Like, the people turned yeah. it up. This, this, we, You're right. we painted it. It was beautiful. Like, it was. 100% right. It was. Yeah, that floor was. The food immaculate. brought in all this, like, yeah. the artwork. Oh, my god. And you're right. That, uh, that, that particular space you were i forgot about that we we were trying to demand that land like that 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 just for and and for for more than one reason because that's not even their land you know it's african burial it's african burial ground so it wasn't even the fact that we're demanding that we're trying to you know it was essentially trying to reclaim or what this would look like and also it was really and it was really back in the day. You remember that shit? They, 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 uh, British occupied that shit back in the day when they first started protesting Man. over here. They occupied City Hall. You know that? I think I know about like this was before Abolition Park. Nah, yeah, the British. Mm-hmm. Oh, you talking about? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the British, the Redcoats. Talk to <laughs> Talk to them. Yo, the Redcoats occupied. Yo, it's crazy because like one of the first uh, protests and shit like that were uh, against the American Revolution. Mm. The British occupied city Paul. Like, nah, interesting. Just, yeah, it's not going down. <laughs> yeah, and then you you also had um, uh, what was the Wall Street uh, occupation? What was it when they did all when they took over Wall Street? Who who took over Wall Street? British? Remember back in the day? No, 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 no. Occupy no, no. Wall Street. Oct- oh, okay, so you remember Occupy Wall Street? Yeah, so yeah. when when this was similar to Occupy Wall Street, I wasn't here for Occupy Wall Street. Um, but that's the energy I get when I hear the stories about it. I wasn't there either, but I just like but, I, I was. I saw that so much. That's it what, and it was the same energy. And I think the diff and the similarities and the biggest similarity uh, to the two was where we tried to mitigate that in this space was the fact that it was media. Like media took the other one down, made it sound like a completely pointless thing. Where I yeah. was at, where I was at in this, in in the country, the Occupy Wall Street shit sounded like completely useless and unnecessary once media got done with it. So, yeah, once media got done. Yo, media is a motherfucker. Yeah, it's bro. a motherfucker, motherfucker. And then by the time I got to New York from Michigan, from Detroit, I'd already been up on that. So by the time the the, the thing went down in 2020, um, I took a media role in the space. I figured that's where I was best utilized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I understood already speaking from other protesters in our space about what happened to Occupy. What happened at uh, Occupy Wall Street? So they were giving us the news. So immediately, uh, and because of certain loved ones and individuals, we knew that media was going to be a big, a big fight. 
because what we were fighting with in the space was they were trying to make it look like, oh, it was a, a homeless encampment happening. They weren't telling people that you had educators down there. You had doctors. You had lawyers. You had comedians. You had you had yeah, so, a garden. Yes. They were trying to become self-sustainable. So we'd grow our own food. We had a home. We had, we had we had the little uh, community project police talking about I mean people whatever the fuck they were they were coming in talking about putting in porta potties and shit for oh, them. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So they was like, okay, we can Damn. we might consider yeah, they some bathrooms. Yeah, talking about helping us out like we really gonna get that shit. And, and that's <laughs> the and thing. we was there for how long? Like twenty nine days. We bought a month like, almost. Yeah. A month would have gave us squatters rights, and they knew that. Mm -hmm. And they, they came in around four in the morning and mm -hmm. took care of all that. Oh, they did so uh, greasy, bro. Uh, yo, New York. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about uh, houselessness out here, and um, and the difference between here and Los Angeles, because I was in Los Angeles, and I, and I did see the difference. And the difference here versus uh, Los Angeles is simply New York don't play that shit. New York ain't going to allow a bunch of people to sit out there on the, on the street like that. You see 10 people starting to accumulate. The next day you show up, it's going to be the cleanest space you've ever seen in your life. They're going to come through with a, with a car, and you ain't going to see nobody anymore. And that's the difference here. Like yeah. they, they, They'll get rid of you out, the, out, out you, here in this motherfucker. Yeah, you wouldn't have a skid row in New York. Oh, nah. Right. Hey, that's crazy, right? Not skid New row. York. Not New York. So that that this was it was um, mutual aid. It was a mutual aid space in the beginning. Um, there was a lot of support, um, and also in the beginning, it may have even been a license to be there. When the abolition uh, or the the AP segment really took in is when that deed or lease left, where people were not allowed to stay there anymore. And this is only information I'm getting. I'm giving you from my. It could be even more, a little bit more detailed than what I'm saying to you. Mm -hmm. um, but I do know once the support left, yeah. the space was now a space where it was ran. There was no deeds, no leases. It was really there from the blood, sweat of the people who wanted to Hold stay there and fight. Yeah. The food didn't look like it looked after a while for, for yeah. a split second because people actually had to stay there and fight, regain support, regain shit. Yeah. And that's honestly, all of it was work, but that's when... You really had to see what you were up against because it wasn't just the fight. That's when you start to see, like, if I'm going to use an apocalypse analogy or a zombie analogy, when you're watching, like, Walking Dead or whatnot, mm -hmm. and they're oh fighting. That's my show. Here we go. Here we go. And there we go. Okay, so check it. So when, when they're fighting against the zombies and shit, in, in The Walking Dead, the people became each other's enemies more than the zombies. Yeah, you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? The That's zombies became a That's backdrop it and it became like trying to... Right What's now? really <laughs> the true enemy yeah. here? That's Is a fact. Enemy, someone Ruben who looks like you? That's a fact. And so, and so it goes in, in that, even in that space that we were in, and this is why we, we get, we get fucked with. We really get fucked with mm -hmm. because even in our own spaces, they were sending Spies and they still are undercovers. They still are. On, yo, bro, I wish somebody else would talk besides me, bro. I hate when I talk, yo. When I start talking, yo, I start getting crucified. They be like, yo, throw that nigga up on the cross. No, it was not. He, he ain't lying. Shut that nigga up. Yo, I so seen him like, yo, it's crazy, man. You're, you constantly, right now I still, still this dangerous people I communicate with where I still kind of like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm still kind of like, 
I don't know. Just like, because I, can't tell you everything. I, I be seeing, I be seeing <laughs> all the moves, bro. It's certain shit that boom. That I feel like people been out here too long not to make these mistakes and moves, especially if they one of the people mm. that be I be yelling at people for doing the shit. Mm -hmm. And now I'm looking at you like, all right, so why are you doing it? You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. when I started boom. Like, oh, wait a minute. All right, now this is year four. Mm -hmm. I can see that happening in year one, but you was one of the people in year one telling people we can't do this. Yeah. And now here you are trying to give this to everybody at my fucking march. Mm -hmm. So what's going on? And it was a march that they wanted to shut down. So you got to start like, boom, all right, that's a fucking duck. Not, Nigga, not, he's walking and cracking like one. Not one. all not all inner conflicts, because we do speak about inner conflicts and a lot. Not all inner conflicts are our conflicts that we started sometimes yeah. people be throwing shit in the mix Talk. you know yeah. what i mean so Talk. that and that's important to know because we do be feeling like our biggest issues is ourselves but it's if we're looking and i i'm not to not to micro or macro this black issue right yeah. because i i understand but we do understand that we have a lot of conflict within our community but we do not give heedance to the fact that it's because we get fucked with a lot. We don't get left to ourselves, man. A lot of times, and when I say that, I mean they send niggas in here to immediately to disrupt to that shit. That, yeah. And we have to take credence into that, too. Yo, how many times? Yeah. How many times was we called a nigger during Black History Month? <laughs> I got called one. Total you got called one. Yeah. Total two times. Oh, I ain't tell y'all. Yeah, I got called a nigger last night. Right before I got jumped. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah. yeah. Talking about that counter-revolutionary shit. Yeah, but that's um, yeah, that's what I feel wait, like too. Wait, what happened last night? Yeah, I got, I got jumped. Yeah, um, this movement is like, like, it's like what you were saying, like with the movement, bro. I, it's not, it's not the zombies, goddammit. it. <laughs> 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 it's it's not. This shit is nuts, man. I hate to say it. Yeah, I was like, it's not the zombies, it man. It's the, the zombies, other motherfuckers. It's not the cops. Huh. It's not the cops. It don't be the zombies. So be, that's 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 counter revolutionary, like a motherfucker, bro. I, I just it is what it is, and man. It, it happened. I mean, and it happened with the the best of us. It happened with the Panthers. This the second time know, I got jumped it, out this bitch. And come on, and and a lot of times we we're still running off of fake history. We run we run off of what we we understand that a character assassination is a thing. And oh, we man. don't look twice when we see it happening in our face. Right in our shit. And then, oh, man. I, I, I mean, I, bro, I'm old. I, I'm, I'm 41, bro. You gotta so preach. I, I know need, the game, need, man. You I know the old, game, man. That's what you, you I know. Old, I mean, with this shit, in this movement, niggas be calling me old. I be like, oh, shit. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. They be ripping me. I be like, damn. Well, you're going to get here, too, nigga. Yeah, that's the point. We need, we need, we need, we need, we need, we need. The fact is, we don't be getting, the, we don't be getting the forty one. That's the fact. We we need, we gotta celebrate our our old folks out in this month, especially. Yeah, I'm not old. You're not old. Fuck that. Real talk. That's not old. You not. Yeah, old. I'm not. Talk, real. If that's I die right now, they be like, yo, he died a young man. At a young age, they'll be like, he died at a young age. I know that's right. But yo, either way, I embrace my shit. I love my shit, yo. I, um, but I, I, I just, I'm just saying, like, it was a reason why I dropped everything and jumped into this shit now. Mm. You know what I mean? When I, uh, when, 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 when I was, uh, when Freddie Gray and all that shit popped off, bro. I'm just as revolutionary as I was. You know what I mean? It had more energy than the thing was. I couldn't. It, it, it just seemed like it wasn't the one for me. I, I'm like, bro, I'm not going to come out here and do some dumb shit and get locked up and then got to go back in. I got to see a game plan. I got to see some kind of structure or something like that. And that's what, you know I mean, that's what I got out of AP where I stayed. And then when it was over, when we got raided, 
I, I cried so hard. I was like, damn, it's over. All them people and shit like that. Mm. And then to go home and then somebody called me like, yo, we, we protesting. <laughs> like, mm. what? I was like, who you with? They told me they were staying people with AP. I'm like, oh, nigga, I'm about to jump on the train. Come mm -hmm. up here. Mm -hmm. And before mm -hmm. you know it, I'm, I'm, I'm like, ah. So I'm just, you know what I mean? I was, uh, when we migrated, you know, we migrated out and we went to uh, Washington Square first. Mm -hmm. And I was staying with, um, I, I was staying over there I, I remember for a little bit with people. Um, I would stay for like one or two nights and I would go home. You know what I mean? Cause I, I didn't want to sleep outside all the time, but mm -hmm. you know, um, I, I, I did at AP because I felt I was more secure. You know what I mean? You you were, and uh, you know, it, as you saw, the park wasn't like we safe had after a while. Watching, we had people up yeah, all the time. Yeah, Washington Square wasn't safe, and, and you saw shit. that. Yeah, they Washington all, Square wasn't safe. safe after, after a while. You couldn't stay there. So I mean, I, I, I mean, that only lasted for so long. So yeah, and I, I think I only used to, I only used to, um, I think I only used to chill there with Devin just to watch him while he was sleep. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And when he'd wake up, I used to dip, mm -hmm. jump on the train, go home. Devin, but um, but realistically, it only started becoming unsafe because people's needs started falling short. Their mm -hmm. needs weren't met anymore. Mm -hmm. What, in Square? And oh, you're talking about AP? Anywhere, but especially oh, yeah, AP yeah. in Wash. That that happens. And and that happens. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, there was, and that's that's really what, to, so to answer your question, I don't know if that answered any of your, uh, of your oh, questions, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. basically what it was. It was a um, a non-autonomous or, or they call it unautonomous zone, but uh, cop-free zone. Um, I would say essentially a government-free zone, and it was an experiment to see the workings of abolition and the workings of togetherness without the government coming in, and. It was also an education to show that, A, this could happen, and an experiment to see if it could happen. Mm -hmm. It was definitely an experiment. Um, not No one would have said that at in the in the time, but we were learning a lot. You know, there's a lot that happened there that I didn't even know that was possible. So that's what re was really what's going on. Because in this society, the one thing is, if you are speaking about abolition, the one thing people want to know is if you're gonna start talk, talking about no prison system freeing everybody, or did you say everybody? Or everybody? Is that, <laughs> that's really You know, if you if we're talking about you know helping each other, caring for each other, et cetera, et cetera, the first question always is okay, but who's gonna do that, and how is it going to happen? Who's gonna take care of all these things? What and and then also if we are sitting here also making demands for from a entity but not willing to put in the hard work and labor ourselves how real are we so this was a real testament like we'll do it this was basically everybody going fuck it get out the way we'll do it then because y'all ain't doing it so we'll do it now not only are we going to do it we'll do it right in front of your doorstep <laughs> and right show you that how it how this shit, that it can be done and that's really essentially what it was now with that being said it was you know, a lot of shit popping off wasn't as easy um i don't i don't know if anybody thought it was gonna be easy but it wasn't easy huh. but it wasn't impossible and so i think that's the narrative of the story but you wouldn't get that through media because media went through and just said it was a bunch of homeless people when i'm sitting here looking at doctors i'm in space and that's why we had to go and well, we, had to, we, had to, we had a whole media thing. Going, we had to, we had to fight people. We had all we had, we had, we shit, had everything. And, and so it, that and so then the fight became 
fighting the media. So we started to, we wouldn't allow media in the space unless uh, they can come through uh, and speak, like unless they, we, like unless they had access from us. They couldn't even come through. I'm talking New York Times. But ultimately, New York Times is what is the reason the space had to go because of a article that they put out about this space. You don't know about, so I, I do, I do when remember. they were coming in, we let the New York Times in mm. and under strict, we were strictly watching them and they were speaking to us and they promised us uh, a fair article and they came in and they, we, we let them in, we, they met a bunch of people, interviewed a bunch of people, we showed them some of the inner workings of what was going on, but we had like strict guidelines with them. And the last minute they sent somebody, they switched the person that was coming in that we had to deal with. The last minute they switched her out with somebody else that we did not know. So on the day that she was coming in to do the final stuff, they switched her out with somebody else and sent this dude in. When he came in, he acted like an assistant for her, but he was her replacement. So when he came in, he just came in and did his own story without all of the backstory that we were coaching this lady. We were showing her, we were hand, holding her hand, showing her all of the things. And so the day when she, to take the pictures, all of that shit, they switched her with somebody else. And he came in, he didn't know anything. And he came in, did his thing, and we're thinking that he's an assistant so anything's gonna get followed back up with her, et cetera, et cetera. Also, we became comfortable with her. So we felt like we could trust her so we can also trust someone that she co-signed. But this is also a thing. This is also one, this is why we were trying to fight so hard on the media aspect because we saw it coming. We just didn't know they would go like that. They would hat trick us. They hat tricked us. That, inter that article that came out the article that we were doing so we're fighting so desperately hard to have a fair shake in mm -hmm. and they switched up on us that's the article that came out about the homeless encampment etc cetera, etc cetera. and then literally right behind that is when we got raided and that was the fight that we were fighting and wow. so when i seen like when we saw that shit th that taught that taught me a that just taught me another level of how low they stupid and also how tactical shit is. Because then, as you said, that's when they came in, 4 in the morning. That was another strategic thing because you coming in at 4 in the morning, everybody's asleep. No uh, one can see it happening. Bro, it was worse than that. They turned the trains off and it was raining. Yo. Very interesting. And nobody they knows about this shit. They turned the trains off around like 11 o'clock. So people that was there, they started bouncing. And it, 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 it started raining before they turned the trains off. Then people started, it started to clear. And then, um, <laughs> yo, uh, yo, bro, that night that they raided, it was so wicked. And we knew, I knew something was going to happen that night. We, first thing that happened was that the fire cans on the corner got caught on fire. Boom, mm -hmm. the fire can on the corner got caught on fire. Yep. And we ran I down I remember there, that night, yep. Got, and there's pictures in the newspaper of me, like, 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 we was all putting that bitch that out. Was Boom. But it almost, the picture in the newspaper, the picture in the newspaper looked like we was setting it up, bro. And it got my hand out like this, and everybody running around the fire. It looked like we, like we started we this shit. We were there. I seen We the put it out. That's crazy. We put it out. We put it out. Boom, put it out. And then everybody, after we put it out, 
right, yo, bro, it happened so fast because as soon as we put it out, boom, the fire truck pulled up. But I'm like, who called them? Because it, it happened so fast. Oh, but we put it out, and I was like, bro, get out of here, get out of here. And I like, we knew that, boom, they would, they wanted to do a whole bunch of shit to shut us down and try to say we should uh, do the fire cans and all that shit. So everybody went back into the park and we started talking about it like these are tactics and shit. And while they was doing that, I think I went outside and I started cleaning up the shit and I started cleaning up all the shit. And when I'm cleaning it up, um, it started to rain on it, so it made it easier to pick up all the ash and shit. And I, I got ash and shit all over me. I had white shorts on, but I had the ash and shit all over my shorts and shit. I'm throwing it in there, and I just looked at the cops and shit because um, it was cops sitting right across the street. And I'm like, who y'all let come over here and do this shit, bro? I'm like, y'all watched it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all watch somebody set this trash? Yeah, y'all gonna blame it on us? Yeah, it's going off, going off. And then I went down the street, and I started yelling at the other cops. And one of the cops was like, um, shit, it's, all, it's almost over. And I was like, what? And I started barking on them. And I started barking on them because that was the first time one of them niggas ever said, bro, we was there that whole time. None. It was every once in a while we get one of them say something. But this dude, bro, he just had so much mouth. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I brought me right back. Ran across the street, grabbed some niggas. Come back over here. Ah, we started rolling his ass up. He didn't say nothing. And his boy had told him like to be quiet. Then somebody came over there and told him to move. And then shit, um, it started, they turned the trains off. It started raining, they turned the trains off, and it trickled down to uh, that little bit of people. And I remember going to sleep. I don't know if you remember that, that once he marched the tent, we had that, that crazy dude, we used to call him OG. I know. <laughs> and he's always do that whisper shit. <laughs> and I remember being asleep, and I just. I know exactly. I remember that nigga shaking me, bro, and him being like right here in my face, like. They're coming into the back door, ah, like yelling in my face and shit. And I, I, I set up and I look, and bro, they busted through that shit. Just, it wasn't no warnings. It wasn't, they ain't played no LRAD, none of that shit, bro. And boom, you see the gates and shit go flying up there. I seen they run through and tear Joker shit up first, you know what I mean? I'm just like, oh shit. Mm -hmm. And I remember grabbing, you know what I mean? I had to get the comrade out of there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was there. Oh, uh, I ran into you. I, I was ran there. y'all across the street. Oh, yeah, well, we yeah. was there. I was, yeah, we, uh, Homie, that you call OG. It, I, as I yeah, said, OG. I ain't come, I ain't <laughs> come prepared to have these conversations, but yeah. um, that was a. It was that. It, it was a, to say the least. It was a very uh, epic. That was a crazy ass night. Um, I don't want to say epic and interesting like that because it was it was low key fucked up, high key fucked up. Um, because it did happen four in the morning. We did. It happened exactly as you said it. The interesting thing about that is no one wanted to hear him. I hear him out. He was running around trying to warn her. It was, yo, because he was always talking crazy. He was always talking crazy. But that night, that shit, he was, he was, he was right. Because I, I remembered. I wanted to. I don't. I don't want to go through it. But yeah, it was. You, you ain't say nothing wrong. It was. You, yeah, yeah. That that's. It was an interesting night to say the least. Helicopters. They. Mo I mean, we have we have footage of all of that shit. The mowing the whole place down was crazy, man. Moral of the story, fuck the New York Times. Yes. <laughs> yes, and they know that. We still got beef. But here's the other <laughs> issue. Don't you ever, ever lie on the community again. I'm going to sue you for character defamation. Uh oh here defamation. we go. See, there's beef right defamation. here. Guys. Character defamation. I'm serious. Well, I'm not playing. Gen Z is not playing. It's get back time. You're not about to be playing with our name, mm -hmm. with the respect of the people. Like, I don't understand. Where in your heart tells you? Where in your heart does it tell you? Let me go after the people who care about people. Like you don't want to be a vigilante. You don't want to, you know, take from the rich, give to the poor. You like, nah, fuck everybody. Them niggas going to hell. 
Like karma's real. Yeah. Like the the to you point, like journalists shape the popular imagination. They are how a lot of information gets to like the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And they do have a lot of power. And the New York Times in particular gets held accountable or is recently being held accountable for a lot of their coverage on trans people, mm. on Palestine. Mm. Um, so almost kind of strikes me as, as not a surprise um, to hear how they, how they covered Abolition Park. Um, the tactics, like, the cops raid in early in the morning, like, that is like a tactic. They do that on purpose to so just, mm-hmm. like, catch people off guard. Um, but they, that other stuff y'all talked about is, is wild. They'll raid. They uh, the, the just because everybody's out there protest, protesting right now. Um, they don't just deal with you inside of the protest space. They find out who you are. <laughs> yeah, FBI's been like asking people questions. There's like yeah, they'll they'll follow you home. They'll take you. They'll you know they'll take you. I mean the the, the, the facts is if you're out there protesting, um, you have to watch your. You, you do gotta watch yourself. Um, they don't just figure out who you are through the, through the line because you're your dynamic personality and they're seeing that people are going to follow you and then they're going to follow you right out, outside of that protest space. They'll follow you right home. And while, when you don't got no, when you don't got a bunch of people with you, they'll do that. And then also what they'll do is they'll harass the people that you're with as well. Like friends, people, other spaces that you might go to, you know, you, you got it. Yep. They'll, they'll do all they'll do all that jazz just while, while, while you're out here making a name for yourselves like you do get, you will get they are trying to fight to put that terrorist label on protesters and once they do that and this is New York City you already know what they do with terrorists and y'all and this you know I haven't been to you know you go to some countries they walk around with the the machine guns on them yeah that's also New York City my nigga mm-hmm. they be like that in Times Square my yeah. G with the machine guns off for no reason no reason at all, son. So lit. now, now we talking about <laughs> now, now. They just waiting. They just waiting on a label. They waiting on a label, and and uh, just so they can justify all of their tactics and maneuverings and movements. And that's the other thing. If we speaking about the police or the police state or police society, um, there's a problem with it. <laughs> there's a that, and that's all we have tried to say. It took somebody standing on a nigga's neck. For four hours, being recorded with the person screaming "Get off me!" for anyone to 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 take it half seriously, because you know even then it wasn't taken fully seriously. It was only you know for it to be taken half seriously. But the the conversation started way before that, way before that. That's just what got some people's eyes on it. But that's a really unfortunate thing to have happen for people to start just now start to get interested and just now start to lose interest. We actually are coming in a time now where niggas have forgotten that that's even even been a fucking thing. So that, that, you know, that, that's what we deal with. And then when we're coming into a place where your elders, we were start talking about old folks, your elders are the ones that pass down the information and the knowledge and stuff like that. COVID, systematically they separated everybody from the elders if anybody had anybody in an old folks home in a hospital or anything like that you couldn't even get to, to them to see them and in the in the time when we were in those spaces we were really looking for some damn elders to be for a fact we had to be the elders in so many cases or other people had to be the elders so y'all have to understand it's not just fun and games some of this shit that you you gets taken home with you and and friends oh, and family you know so anyway they 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 um 
they they fuck with you, bro. They fuck with you the same way we fuck with them. Like how how I fuck with them. Um, like my protest is like I'm gonna do this, and that shit is funny to us. That shit is funny to them when they do that to us. When they get when they know they can fuck with your your your, your life. And, and uh, they was doing it the the, the the MLK. You know what I mean? They knew he was a, like he cheated on his wife, so they would they they would they would you know I mean? yeah. giving him shit, giving her shit to go at him, to mm-hmm. fuck with his head, to anything to stop him from coming outside and doing what he's doing to distract him from doing. It. And that's where it fucks me up because sometimes I don't be knowing if it's them or if, it, if it's really like the person or if it's like, mm-hmm. am I like, all right, do I need to sit back? Or like, I be like going through it with yeah. every goddamn, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm, I'm paranoid out this bitch. I hear you. I hear you. Especially when you come out, the only people I'm not paranoid with is like the people, weird people because they came for the fucking mutual aid. Mm-hmm. I didn't meet them through no protesting right. shit. That'd be the difference. You know what I mean? Right. These is people that, that boom, boom, that's coming to just actually do the work that I'm not meeting on these streets that I got to worry about. The people that come up to me and just randomly, like, you know what I mean? Or follow me and do all that. And for, uh, bro, I know they got about like three or four motherfuckers around me right now. I just haven't fig- figured them out. You know what I mean? I, I, I know shocked, all they man. always got somebody around me. You one of these cats that we definitely, you know, all I all three on this panel, three individuals that need to be protected, and um, and and, and that's just a fact. It's just, it's just a fact. And any there's things I don't say. I, I won't even say up on here. It's shit, I probably would say off of off of this thing just because of how key I am onto it. Because I think if you're gonna be smart, there's something about. Stop stomping out a spark before it start tur- turns into a fire. Yeah. You know, yeah. they you, you already understand. They're real good at yeah. stumping us out before I, we turn into fire. So it's so Bro, I just got jumped last night. Do y'all if, 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 I, I just got jumped last night. Um some other shit just happened, you know what I mean? I Bro, I'm hunting a dirty cop. I'm, I'm on his ass, and they I know where he live at. They can't stop me from going to his house. I don't think all this shit is a coincidence. All this shit has happened to me. Oh, the, the whole fucking community turned their back on me just this fucking fast and all this shit with the, like that when I started hunting this motherfucker. I don't think it happened like that. And I know it's dumb, bro. I know it's dumb. But I just want the people to wake up and realize what the fuck is going on. Like, what's wrong with us, bro? But it's not that. I just... um. Man, I just, I just, that's why I've been on my P's and Q's, and sometimes, you know what I mean, it, it takes me a minute to sit back, and I got to go back and, and, and think about shit over and over again. It takes me a minute to open my mouth now before I used to just do it as soon as I get the hunch. But now I tell my hunches used to be good, you know what I mean? But um, now I just, uh, you know, I, I even said in my story, I, from on this point, you know what I mean, Um, I do for the people, I think I do good work. I think my team does good work. And that's the only people I need to like surround myself with. You know what I mean, that's where I'm at like right now at this point. Yeah, like, like just to protect myself. You black voices, man. I mean, all y'all, 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 uh, y'all doing some great work. Y'all doing, y'all doing, y'all doing the Lord. Y'all are doing the Lord's work. Yeah. <laughs> y'all doing the one. Y'all doing the only job that means anything. To yeah. be, if you want to ask me, so I, I applaud. I applaud it. I applaud it. I applaud it. Uh. Is this the mood of the show usually? We, we start off oh, with... Oh, hell yeah. uh, <laughs> Oh, no, we already started, man. We are. We been ripping. I, I see. Said, shit, we about to be up. <laughs> That's like our flash of lights. Like, bling, bling, bling. Nice. Oh, so, but we do our, we do our call-outs. And this is... um. 
Bro, I'm pretty sure we're gonna have you up here because like we gotta pick your brain again some more. I'm around, yeah, I'm around, yeah, yeah. you know. Maybe even y'all pick it on some less traumatic things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What else is popping? Yeah, yeah I, was, I, was, got, I was gonna say before we, before we get out of here, is there any uh, um, just a whole space for anything? Because you you was mentioning like, is there anything you did want to kind of share um, before we get out of here? Any messages or any anything? Myself, you uh, yeah. Uh, you brought up Bree, uh, Sabrina, yeah. uh, another. You know, individual who uh, I would say is, uh, you know, one definitely one of my good friends, one of, uh, you know, individual who has shown me a lot and a lot of communities a lot. But what I really wanted to say is like one of the most important things about the space that I learned was really the power of, you know, some of the biggest leaders I saw were black women and and and, 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 and trans in these spaces. I I don't want to say it. when it got when it was dark. Those were a lot of people that ro- rose up, and I got a privilege to see and uh, admire. And I always like to dish it back out like that because a lot of times we're we're the voices. Sometimes we're, I'm not even gonna say we're the voices, but some, even like I don't like for myself to get. I don't want it get confused like i saw what was going on out there you know so i always want to dish it back to you know some the women and 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 the trans individuals in the space that were doing a lot of work that you can't hear about because you're saying what was going on when some of the lights were shut off you know a lot of times some of that shit was going on you know so um i say that to say that yeah, I say that to say I saw a lot of strength um, when the, when the lights were out, not just from from men, but also from women alike, and depending on what your pronouns are like, and even depending on what your skin color was alike. I did see a lot of things rise up. I just say that to say that that the power is in the fucking room. It's really in the room, and um, we seek media for our knowledge. We don't seek ourselves for our knowledge. We also seek sometimes education for our knowledge, and we still don't seek ourselves for our knowledge. We feel as if you didn't go to college, um, or a person don't have a degree, or a person don't have the stature, et cetera, et cetera, they're nobody. But I'll even show you a space where people did have degrees, et cetera, et cetera, and were considered nobodies. You know what I'm trying to say? So the power's within the room, and that's all I want to say. And, uh, and I seen this shit happen in real time, that, and that that shit changed my life. So that's all I wanted to say. The power is in the room. And uh, yeah, thank thanks for the <laughs> education and the learning. And fuck the police, Talk. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. That's mm-hmm. a great. That's a great spot to end it on. I think. It, it's it's a it's a fact. It's a fact. I think people need to understand that because Ooh. it wasn't just a warrior. It was a. You know, it was or it were warriors, but warriors looked different. They looked, you know, they had different warriors, had different faces, you know, different personalities, you know. And I just wanted to say that. So in that for the uh, conjuncture, for the constructure, y'all don't even know who might come on, who might be coming for y'all because they don't be looking. They don't look like what y'all think it looked like. You know, it, you got all different types of images to 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 the revolution. It looks different, you know. So that's all. That that's I'll I'll say that. Yeah. I'll end off that. You know, I'm I'm humbled to be around y'all, and um, and to be able to help in whatever little capacity that I can Sorry. offer myself or resource. I you know, so pleasure's all mine.
Yeah, thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to close out on a little dictionary lesson, all right. I'm a, we were talking about this in the car actually, how words are literally made up, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the dictionary just came out a few centuries ago, so it's like not really substantial evidence in there. It's, n- it's just people's opinions based on hypothesis or whatever. But I kind of created this phrase called crumb complacency. I'm a patentist right now. I'm a patentist while we got the cameras out and everything, right? So niggas can't tell me. I never said this because we got witnesses right here. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like our community as a society, as a whole, we need to stop being crumb complacent. And by crumb complacent, I mean we need to start thriving. We need to start striving for more. We can't keep accepting the bare minimum when our basic needs and necessities aren't being met. For example, food, housing, mental health, you know, whatever religious help you may need or spiritual help, that that just needs to be addressed so these other conflicts can dissipate eventually so we can, you know, strive for more. And like Abolition Park, like you said, it was somewhat of an experiment, but it was also a practice. Like people were trying and that's that's what we need to do as a whole. So um all right. It's time to plug. Um I like how y'all put this bright light on my dark ass. Let's show yeah. you instantly show you who the with all these lights uh, on here. They had to bring someone with a spotlight on to put it on my dark ass. It was like the, the room got darker on the right hand side of the camera. Who's that <laughs> mysterious voice on the right hand side talking? Put the light on this nigga. Hey, funny. <laughs> Appreciate right that. In your face blind him. First, it's first slide, right? Thank, <laughs> thank y'all for that. Putting the light. Y'all are on y'all business as well. I appreciate yeah. y'all. I saw I saw the move. I wanted he to said we want to see you. Spotlight was on you. Uh, yeah. yeah, the guest spotlight. I, I appreciate that, but I, I know it's because I'm black as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> um, all right. Uh, shit. Oh, where, where, where that's at? Where that bottom part at? Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. All right. Platform. You want to do shout outs first? Yeah, shout outs real quick. Okay. Oh, no, no, a platform. Plug your platies. Oh. Plug your platform, brother. Oh, uh, Chilean Thomas. Uh, I do, I, 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 y'all can find me, C-H-I-L-L-I-A-N Thomas. I do Talk. things outside of this, but, you know, I ain't. Uh, Talk. You know, Talk. got to keep them. Talk? You want to do swash? Oh, yeah. Every, almost every Thursday. Yeah. We, we've been taking a little break recently. Mental health is important. Prioritize your mental health. Prioritize your physical health. I don't know what's been in the air, like, universe-wise, the moon-wise, but, like, everyone's been getting injured or everyone's been getting sick or everyone's been getting, you know, just prioritize yourself. And that's what we have been doing as a community. So we've been taking breaks recently to have meetings and um, further solidify our morals and needs and demands as a group as a community and then we're coming out stronger to um hold accountable and hold look for accountability and to just look for liberating community realistically um so stonewall's a riot follow us on instagram at stonewall.was a riot for more information and updates on our actions we should be coming back outside this week this week yeah 
is everyone is well rested and it's a it's not a dictatorship it's a democracy so we gotta gotta check when everybody we should be back outside holding people accountable applying pressure yeah oh also follow me at dimes underscore cartier because i just got my phone back so they tried they tried to still Mm -hmm. they tried to silence a black hair holding my phone for 10 days under investigation is crazy that's crazy like I said, it's like they try to adult time out me and it's not working. So I'm back on my shit. Follow me. Mm-mm. Talk. Yo. Um, shit, man. Yo, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, yo, I don't know, man. Just stay tuned for my shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. Nigga got jumped last night. So it's, so it's we got, a lot of shit I got to think about. Yeah. But, um, about uh, I'm definitely coming outside. Nothing stops me from coming outside to do what I got to do, but it's just got to be, you know what I mean? Like I said, whatever, whatever I'm going for. Right now, I'm, uh, shit, I really want to go back at Jesse. It's, it's a lot, but you know what? I'm not I'm not pressing nothing. I'm not forcing nothing. Right now, it's time for uh, um, just to get more organized, more focused. You know what I mean? Um, besides Real, that, yeah. I, not to cut you off, I, you definitely need to, Shout out all of the, uh, once again, the, the the community work that you're doing and where people can oh, yeah, send well, money or help yeah, and yeah. or go to you support. Cash wherever it is, yeah, please, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 I was, yeah, I was, I was getting to it. Okay, I was going over that yeah, thing. Go. Yeah. I already know how it works, and we don't yeah. be bragging. We don't speak about it because we be into the work. You know, and but you you got you got to let people know. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's what I said. I, um, that's also why, like, in the beginning, like we the people, I didn't I didn't tie it to my name. I threw a whole joint. I didn't want my name and picture nothing on it. You know what I mean? Because I felt like people just I feel like like black men don't get no support out this motherfucker, bro. I feel like you know what I mean I understand everything that be going on, but I'm a black man and I see like and I don't think it's not a black activist out here that gets supported or loved like a black man activist. I'm just talking about as far as black man. And and maybe shit, but I think the stigma is like the quickly like boom, get rid of the black man. <laughs> so I, I I I didn't put my name on it because I felt like boom, you see the hate niggas are quickly turn around. And it's find hard, out. dog, and that's you know sad. I mean? But I do know what you mean. So yeah, I mean now now people know I'm associated with it now type shit because the they already got a stain. But associated with that shit. <laughs> like, no. But um, yeah. So um, yeah, we, we got we the people, man. We the people every Thursday. Um, one o'clock on Fulton and Nostrand. You know what I mean? We got We the People every Saturday in Harlem, um, on Lexington between one one twenty fourth and one twenty fifth at one o'clock. And we're still at Tompkins. We're we're gonna be at Tompkins until uh otherwise, until we'll we'll, we'll probably give you the notice so y'all can bank on us being at Tompkins every month until uh something happened with the migrants. So that's Tompkins Square at four o'clock. Um on East I always fuck it up. East East Avenue. East, East, Street Avenue East, huh? East Seventh Street Avenue A. East Seventh Street Avenue A. Avenue A. East Seventh. Yeah, fire. Oh, uh, I wanted to shout out the Black Voices Matter Instagram too. Ooh, Another, you. Um, you can find us on uh, BVM uh, on Instagram, and uh, you know, the same thing. We we do a, we run the community mutual aid through uh, Marcy. And we're going to start back a summer camp on June 16th, which is the plan. I just wanted to shout it out since yeah. we're speaking. No, so, I just love that shit too. Obviously, yeah, yeah hopefully yeah. we see, you know, 
Yeah, you know, we'll I was pulling there, up during the summer. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, pull yeah. up, man. You yeah, know, I'll pull yeah. up. We need y'all act, you know, more, like you know. That, y'all had that, yeah. that fire-ass movie night on that. On yeah, that, you uh, were there, yeah, 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 man. I pulled up all this. Yeah, I like yeah. that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, Rudy. We actually used the projector from Remy Rouge oh, for our movie night the one night. So that was just funny, Bri. Yeah, fine. shout out to Bri. All right. Yeah, yeah I, I actually just go into that. Uh, I'm plug uh, Sabrina. Shout out to Sabrina. I would say Sabrina was like the um, kind of like, Kind of like a role model for me coming up. She got me my start in the tech industry, but then also like imparted lots of revolutionary knowledge on me. And uh, a lot of the organizing, she founded a group called the Slap Collective, stands for Self-Love, Affirmation, Preservation. Slap. And uh, they, um, I think they, they ramping back up this year for sure. Um, right. So shout out to, shout out to Bree. Um, Pack Collective, uh, another one of our comrades. Um, if you're a mutual aid group that needs fiscal hosting, uh, I think y'all should y'all should get in touch with Pact. Um, we can maybe drop that email there for y'all to reach out to. And then of course, Black Sky, um, building the Black Social Network um, on the Blue Sky app. Uh, still growing, still building. Um, new stuff coming on the way. Blue Sky just got a trust and safety team to the platform, and we having conversations with them on how to make the platform safe and inclusive, and uh, to build community online and be able to organize online safely. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. Black Sky, baby. Yeah, then. Uh, and we want we want to shout out some folks because we already got some people supporting oh, Patreon. Oh, we got some donations. Donations on the Patreon. Oh shit! Who we got? Who yeah? Who we shout out first? Bring it up. Oh, look at Lauren. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Lauren. Fire! Shout out to Lauren. I love you so much. Yo, shout out to Lauren. Oh, I know all these people. Shout out to Grace. Grace is lit. It's lit, Grace. Thank you. Yo, Grace, I, I don't know if you seen your message, Grace, but we um I wanted to get you up here. I know you you be you be getting it in with the organizer, man. So we definitely have you come up here for the um yo, Grace, Grace, what you just invited me to, Grace? What was we just there for the voting of? What did shit just happen with the cops? Oh, the the uh what is it? The stop act. What's it, what's it called? The right to stop back? The right to know back. How many stops? Nah, that's the right to know back. How many stops? How many, how many stops? Is that with the camera? The camera where the cops got to turn the camera on. I think it's how many stops at. Where, 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 all right, so I'm just going to explain it because I don't know which, what it is. But I'm just telling you, I forgot which what it is. But listen, when the cops, the first level, like when the cops stop, it's not passed yet until like I think like May or some shit like that, though. It's a little bit later, or July, or something July. like that. But it's not. Um, it's when a cop stop you. He is supposed to turn like it is to be recorded. He is to turn his camera on for any stop. As soon as he asks you your name or anything, a level one stop. He's supposed to turn that camera on. That way, it'll stop a whole bunch of shit from them harassing you and everything. Like so, from now on, ain't no. It shouldn't be no cops just running up harassing you because you should be able to apply for them to, you know, what I mean, get their body cam. From any any stopment, so it's not no, you know what I mean. So no wild shit happens to you like how they do on um, any other time. Right now they're only supposed to have their cameras on when it's a, um, I think a second or third level. No, the third level. They can level. turn those cameras off though. Huh? They can turn those cameras off though. Yeah, but no, they, they obviously they supposed to be in some trouble. They try to say it stops. It stops. Um, they they were trying to say that they have to stop and jot this shit down, but you don't have to jot nothing down. You can mm-hmm. just record, you know. What I mean? And it's real easy to press that button. And Eric Adams like, oh, they got to do this and they got to do this, and it stops them from getting. It don't stop nothing, bro. They they press this shit like it's a, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I said, a second less than a second. They press but, um, it. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Grace. Grace, you need to pull up here. And then my mm-hmm. man Jackie, 
Jackie, Jackie be with us at um yeah, Jack. Let me see. Uh, he, he was there yesterday. He brought some cookies. He baked some cookies for we the people, and he uh, be helping us out on Tompkins. So yeah, shout out to you, Jock, man. You gotta come. Uh, you gotta come to one of the protests, man. I know you be at the Palestinians, but you gotta come to one of our shits and see it. Yeah, see how the real turn up is. <laughs> how we turn up. But yo, I see you on Monday. Yeah, Monday. Shout out to Lauren. Shout out to Grace. Shout out to Jackie. Keep supporting the Patreon. Yeah, and fire. like, comment, subscribe. All that. Support black creatives. It's a wrap. All right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Reading it like a teleprompter. <laughs> Yo, Yo shout out to Jillian for coming through, man. We appreciate you, man. All yeah, the work you do out here, brother. So good to see you again. Yeah. It's good seeing y'all. I'm chopping up with y'all off the thing. Yeah. You know, I don't be know, you know, I'll be trying not to be too funny when it's be these type of things. Yeah. I could oh, I get yeah, too yeah. carried well, away. We, well, maybe the next show we we get to be us and just like ah, just we'll do something. Yeah, we'll Come do we'll in here we'll like ski and shit. Have a have a kid. You know, just keep the show. lights on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. That's our time. This um unapologetic talk. talk. You. Yeah. You. Yeah.